The Colorado Business Roundtable unapologetically tells the story that business is a force for good in our community, featuring conversations with thought leaders from academia, business, community, and government. Welcome to A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of A Seat at the Table with Colorado Business Roundtable. And I'm Debbie Brown, excited to lead the conversation today First, with an ally that we've had for quite some time, Jen Landers, who's the executive director of Civico. And also today we're welcoming welcoming Bradford Walton, who is the senior director, external communications and community relations for the Ball Corporation. So welcome, Bradford and Jen. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks so much, Debbie. So Jen Landers, it's that time of year. Um, first, first, let me tell our guests who are listening a little bit about you. Um, We've gotten to know each other, you know, the past three years as we both took over the helms of our different organizations. And it's been so fun to be an ally with you in so many ways. Um, but to let our guests know about you, I um, want to give a little bit about um, your bio as the current executive director of Civico. And prior to that, um, executive director of Colorado Young Leaders, which is a leadership program for Colorado high school students. So as you and I both know, the organizations were combined, and now you head up both organizations. So fill us in a little bit more about your journey and what brought you um, here today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Debbie. And, and thanks again for highlighting the partnership between Colorado Business Roundtable and Civico. You know, my journey has gone from a uh, private sector professional working behind the scenes as a management consultant to really discovering that I wanted to connect to my purpose. And my purpose is really to help make Colorado communities better by inspiring, developing, and activating civic-minded leaders. Civico does that through our multiple programs um, around leadership development, but the program that really excites me is our Citizenship Medal Program, which is um, what we're connecting about today. Yeah, perfect timing. And it's so fun to have our other guests to get to know Bradford Walton with Ball Corp. And it really is, Jen, we talk about so much about combining academia, business, community, and government and this this mission of business as a force for good. And Ball Corp embodies exactly that, what you and I work on every day. So Bradford, before we dig too deep into the medals ceremony and the honoring of Ball Corp, tell us more about you and your professional journey and how you ended up here today. Yeah, thank you again for having me today. I'm really excited and honored to be part of the conversation. I joined Ball about two and a half years ago, and one of the things that really excited me about the opportunity was this unique dual path I would have of external comms, but also driving our foundation, our community work, and really having the chance to connect not only who are who are we externally, but how do we truly show up in different ways for our employees, and how does that make sense in the communities where we work and operate? You know, we're a global company. We're the largest aluminum beverage, you know, packaging manufacturer in the world, and that doesn't necessarily connect to community, but you realize we're in over 22 countries, and we have this really amazing opportunity to connect both at a global level, but really drive that that impact through our employees at very hyper-local levels. And then, you know, Ball hadn't really done a lot of that in the past. We've been always civic-minded, but this was the chance to really begin to connect those dots. 24,000 employees worldwide who tell us how they want to give back, and so the foundation, we're really there to help help create the ways in which they can do that and, and activate locally. So it's, it's a really great opportunity. Community giving really is led from the leadership down. So it is not really a, an extension or even a bolt-on. It is part of 
how we try to show up every day. And I'm just really honored to be part of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just thinking I'm headed to Ball Arena tonight. So when I'm drinking my uh, beverage, I was trying to think which beverage of choice is at Ball Arena. <laughs> I don't know if it's Coors or Bud Light or what, but when I'm drinking from my ball cup, I'll be sure to remember the conversation today. Absolutely. What's great about Ball Arena is that's a great example where community is a huge part of how we even show up there. If, if it's not really about recycling, it's making sure we're working with the Cronky team to really drive that connection back to our team here in Denver. So it's have fun tonight and really excited to be part of that too. Absolutely. And that really um, leads us to the point of our conversation today, which is incredibly timely. Um, one of the things we talk about a lot with Cobert is the intersection of profits and purpose. Of course, a profitable company is the only kind of company that can have impact in the world because, because they need to have profits to be able to continue to employ employ their um, individuals and to, uh, you know, meet payroll, to, um, you know, have a facility, those kinds of things. But modern companies really are adopting purpose mindset. And so that really is um, part of the governor's citizenship medals. Jen, tell us more about that. Tell us about how January is recognized as National Leadership Month. And part of that celebration is what Civico is hosting. Tell us more about that. Yeah, thanks, Debbie. Civico is proud to be the stewards of the Colorado Governor's Citizenship Medal Program, a program that was inspired by the U.S. Medal of Freedom, which is the highest citizen honor in the state. And in 2015, um, former, well, then Governor uh, Hickenlooper and former Governor Owens, along with Ryan Heckman, our board chair, got together to really say, how do we inspire people to be civic minded and to also recognize those who are making transformational change in our state? So the Colorado Governor Citizenship Medals program was developed then, and we've had the opportunity to honor individuals and companies doing amazing work in our state since that time. Colorado Leadership Month was a proclamation done by Governor Polis in 2020. We wanted an additional platform to share these amazing stories and to really rally uh, Colorado communities around what does it mean to be a civic-minded leader. So these two programs, as I said, are something we're really proud to be a part of. And to your point about business being a force for good, the Corporate Citizenship Medal is a anchor point of us being able to honor organizations through this medal. And I, I tell you, um, our nominating partner, the United was so proud to be able to nominate the Ball Corporation and um, having the chance to to recognize them through this medal and through the event and through the What's Your Story exhibit where they'll be featured for people in Colorado to see uh, is something that's exciting to me. And tell me, before I go to you, Bradford, Jen, tell me a little bit more about the theme of people who put people first. Tell us about yeah. that. Um, what does that mean to you? You know, each year where we really look at our slate of honorees and look for that golden thread that pulls together each one of the medal winners. And this year, as we did that, we really saw that there was this thread of putting aside challenges, putting aside partisanship, putting aside individual pursuits for helping other people and uh, Putting people first was that golden thread that we found. And, and I think 
Ball Corporation is um, a shining example of, of that in the work that they've been doing in our community. Bradford, tell us more about that. That was a perfect segue into Ball. Tell us about the impact that you are having here in Colorado. Yeah, it, and, and across the globe. You even said you're global. <laughs> yes, uh, we're so proud that you're headquartered in Colorado, but obviously global presence. But but give us a big picture of the impact Ball has on the community. Yeah, it, it, I love the theme of people first. You know, as, as you walk into our corporate headquarters, you'll see on the wall. One of our core themes is we, not me, and it's truly how we show up to work every day. You know, the people first mantra to me makes the most sense. As we think of our employees, we often as a company lead by their examples. We, whether it's a disaster, whether it's education, our employees are often the first to tell us we need to activate, we need to go, we need to help. And it's almost the foundation's job to make sure we meet them where they are. They teach us and show us everyday people first is, is the way we, we activate. And, you know, the, the honor that United Way has given us is just such a, a great example as we think through, you know, living and, and acting by your, your, your compass. Uh, this just helps us show the teams that we are, we are there. You know, as we look at how, how can we show up differently every day, whether it's in the communities, like I said, globally, or if we really drill down to individual schools next to one of our facilities in a country that's across the globe, it's amazing that interconnectivity is there. So even when we have moments of natural disasters, so we see team members from around the world chiming and saying, yeah, we're 5,000 miles away, but what can we do to help that team? So. People first actually feels very much like how we show up every day. So I, I love the theme because it, it feels very organic to, to how we exist most every day. Are you seeing more of that? I, I know you brought up a natural disaster. We think about COVID. What have you seen? Um, do you have any examples, Bradford, of what you've seen maybe from cultural community? I know I, I see it more and more just escalating. And in fact, that thread seems so true today when we try to bring people together. Yeah, a couple examples really come to mind that happened within this last year. You know, a year ago or so, the Marshall Fire here in Colorado was a massive, uh, you know, event that impacted a lot of, of our community. Not only did we have employees whose homes were burned down, we often had team members who were, you know, evacuated. So we, we quickly created this core team. Some of them were on vacation. Some of their homes, actually, they weren't even sure existed. All of them were there on the phone six times a day trying to see, okay, how can we help? What can we do? No one brought to the fact that I'm calling in from vacation and I'm calling in from a evacuation center. We had employees proactively around the globe saying, what can we do? We even had, you know, a, a spreadsheet within hours of who has rooms available if we can help. That showed like it didn't matter where people were, what they were doing. Those, the ball team members just showed up to help. We saw that same reaction when we had the Ukrainian crisis where we had, you know, plants and employees affected by what was going on in, in Europe. And within hours, we had team members who were saying, if there's evacuees, I have room in my house. If you guys need anything, come and we'll, we'll absolutely be on the ground to volunteer. That exact same mentality came back and you saw it again. And you also saw employees from around the globe saying, we're far away, but what can we do? What do you need? How can we show up? We're there with you. And the change, I think, is, you know, digital mediums have helped us, you know, think through that differently. So there's this immediacy where we can act and really move fast on behalf of employees and the communities that need help. So you see this expectation. And honestly, the, the alignment that we're there within hours, and if we're not doing it together, we're not doing it right. And we never had to tell the teams, this is how we should operate. It just happened. And what was amazing and so impactful is those employees really 
teach us how we should show up. And then we, it's our stewardship to make sure we give them the ways to, to show up. It's great. Yeah, that's great. Jen, do you want to add into that? I know, um, especially with the work you're doing with young leaders, um, how are you, how are you seeing young leaders, especially leaning in? You know, it's interesting, sort of these generational shifts of that mantra of profits and purpose, but it, but it almost is, I think, in some ways, the younger generation pushing for more and more in terms of engagement and purpose and impact. Um, are you seeing that, Jen, with with the kind of work you do um, with Civico? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Bradford and I had a little bit of chance to share stories earlier and, and a term that he used resonated with me. And that was kind of the boots on the ground. And, and when we think of youth right, right now, it's not only the boots on the ground, it's the hands in the soil and the, the minds on the problem and our young leaders, we work primarily with high school students are digging in, in ways that I couldn't have imagined as a young person. They're becoming knowledgeable about the issues and the opportunities that are facing our state. They're using their voice to advocate for things that they're passionate about. They're using their hands to, uh, to impact food insecurity and environmental stewardship. So, uh, the young people are setting an example for us and, uh, very similar to Bradford talking about his employees marching forward and driving the ship and making the agenda. That's what our youth are doing today. So it's it's encouraging in a time where we need hope. Mm-hmm. And this is really for both of you, whoever want to answer, but how would you like to see Civico and or Ball Corp um, grow in the coming year? Any exciting announcements in the pipeline that we can know about? I, I think one of the things we're, we're just wanting, we're keen on improving and connecting. You know, when we talk about bringing your whole self to work, it is truly your whole self. How do you give back? How do you volunteer? How do you want to connect with your community? How do you want to grow in your job? And so one of the things we're working really, really hard on is providing those opportunities for employees to feel that connection and understand that ball, whether it's a team outing and you're volunteering together or it's something you personally care about and you want to go out and as an individual employee, really use the skills that you have at work to connect to different you know, components of the community. Our job in the next year is to figure out how to provide more and more opportunities because exactly, Jen, like as you said, that's the expectation. These employees want to bring who they are to work, but also share that beyond. And I think what's exciting, and we have a couple uh, educational efforts as well as uh, recycling policy work that we're working on that ideally will help employees bring that information, that know-how they have in, in recycling, in STEM education, in aerospace, and really allow that knowledge to become something they share with the community. It's not just the hours of volunteerism, it's truly the skills they can bring to volunteerism, which is absolutely amazing. When you really see the whole person, it really can allow them to bring their whole self, not only to work, but actually outside as they volunteer. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Bringing that thought leadership, bringing entrepreneurial thinking, creative thinking, so it truly sets us apart. Absolutely. Jen, how about you? Anything exciting on the horizon for this year? Yeah, and uh, Debbie, I'm so glad you highlighted our cross-generational mission, and that is to inspire and develop and activate leaders from youth to experienced leaders in the community. And uh, at Civico, we're continuing to cultivate programs where we have the opportunity to connect leaders of all ages 
we are incubating a program right now around early career individuals to um, help them develop personal leadership skills, as well as be community connected. And it's exciting to hear Bradford talk about what they're doing, because I hope that um, as our stories as organizations intersect, we can intersect around some of those opportunities to bring individuals together to solve these big problems that, that you're talking about as well. So. Yeah, we're all in this together, aren't we? Uh, you know, I think COVID, COVID showed us that. We're all smarter together when we collaborate. Well, Jen, the medal ceremony is a really big deal, and I'm, a, I'm excited to, to be able to attend this year for the first time. Um, but in addition to the ceremony, there is also a PBS documentary that highlights all the winners. Are, what are some other, uh, showcase some other medal recipients for us, if you want to give us a sneak peek at who else will be highlighted that night. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to tell you about all of them. Um, it's such an amazing slate of honorees. This year, we have the Vanguard Legacy Award going to Secretary Federico Pena, who was a former Denver mayor and who has um, just made transformational changes in our state. Uh, it'll, it'll be fun to share his story. Representative Ed Perlmutter is our public and community service honoree. We have uh, Mitchell Morrow, who is a student in Pueblo and now attends University of Colorado, Denver. Uh, he's made incredible strides for his community in Pueblo. Our uh, Growth and Innovation Award winners, Amy Schwartz and Kelly Lead from this Stead School and what they're doing to grow the next generation of agriculture professionals. And lastly, we have the Colorado Mountain Leader Award, where we'll be recognizing Clea Leela Rorex for her, her work in providing marriage licenses to LGBTQ couples in the 1970s. Tell us, I'm excited about being, about being there and thanks for that showcase. What What's unique about this program and who should attend? Uh, what's unique about this program? Um, you know, this is a unique Colorado tradition. I said earlier, it's modeled after after the U.S. Medal of Freedom. And as far as I know, we're the only state that has this. The medal is handcrafted by a Leadville silversmith. And being at the event, which is at the History Colorado Center on January 26th, is an opportunity to see Governor Polis uh, make these awards, but also to hear the stories of our honorees. So it's, uh, it's exciting and it really is inspirational. Well, and it kind of reminds me of the movie Hidden Figures. If you can see it, you can be it. You know, how do we inspire each other to greater impact, to be models of what a good citizen looks like, which I think is probably the main point. Let's showcase who's doing it well so others can have that example to follow. Absolutely. Well, and we know um, Ball Corp does it well. So thanks, Bradford, so much for representing Ball um, today on the call and for folks who want to attend the Governor Citizenship Medals, they can buy tickets at livecivico.org. And we'll put it with the podcast so people don't have to think too hard. January 26, 2023 at History Colorado. And we'll put all the details in the link on how to get tickets for that event. So um, Jen and Bradford, we're going to close out today with a little bit of a lightning round. Um, so the serious part is done. You've inspired people to go to the event and to look at the medal recipients, including Ball. And um, want to finish with both of you asking you two quick questions that we're, we've started adding to our podcast going forward. So hopefully you're ready. No math questions. You ready to go? Ready. Okay. 
Bradford wants to go first, I think. Favorite powerhouse lunch or happy hour? That's a great one. I have to say, I, I just got introduced this fun. Uh, well, I, actually, I'll say Ball Arena is a great place to go and have lunch. How's that? <laughs> no, I'm, just okay. saying, I'm still new in learning locations. So actually, I'm keen to have any recommendations you might have, Debbie. Well, you'll have to go back and listen to podcasts. I absolutely then. will. Okay, so you can't answer. Okay, Jen, you have to say, phone a friend. Jen will, Jen will give the right answer for Powerhouse oh, Lunch. Oh, gosh, there. this was a softball, Debbie. At uh, Civico, we have a monthly happy hour that we call a purpose hour every third Thursday of the month where we bring together leaders to talk about ideas and share their stories and network with other people trying to change our state. So that's easy. Every third Thursday that's, at Civico is my favorite That's kind of funny, Jen. That seems like a product placement thing, I think. What, what's your second favorite happy hour then, if you had to say? My second favorite happy hour, oh gosh, that is a tough one. Um, I don't have one, Debbie, so okay. I'm going right. to fail you there. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're both invited to happy hour. I'm going to take you both to happy hour so you can I, get out. I can't wait. Perfect. Okay. All right. Deal. Deal. All right. Um, Bradford, back to you. Favorite binge, a book, podcast, Netflix series. Um, what's your, what's your binge that we want to hear about? I'm going to have to admit it's probably a Netflix series. Like I, I want to see the whole thing and spend a whole Saturday doing nothing but a nice. My last example is I, I was pretty addicted to the Wednesday series. So I, Spent a Sunday getting connected with Wednesday and that fun story. So that was probably even my favorite. Sounds good. Sounds good. And Jen, the hardest question, probably not really, but what's your best business advice for how you received a seat at the table, how you helped get that seat at the table? Yeah, my best business advice is um, collaborate. Uh, so often we see each other as um, as opponents in this this game of business or life, but the more we can come together to collaborate, to utilize each other's strengths and amplify them, um, the more we can make progress and be purpose-driven. So collaboration is my advice. Perfect. Well, I think that was a perfect question for you as well. And just want to thank you both for joining today. Jen Landers with Civico, what you do to inspire all of us to be more civic-minded, excited about your upcoming event, where we get to help celebrate stalwarts of industry, corporations that practice uh, civic-minded leadership like Ball. So thanks for your great representation, Brad, for today, an incredible company that's headquartered right here in Colorado. And I look forward to celebrating with you both um, at the upcoming event. So congratulations. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks for the opportunity to talk today. Thank you, Debbie. This was a wonderful conversation. Appreciate it. You bet. And thanks everyone for joining us. This has been A Seat at the Table with Colorado Business Roundtable. A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown is a production of the Colorado Business Roundtable. You can find this episode, a listing of our upcoming events, and more information about our organization at cobrt.com.